Glory to God in the highest. I found out this morning as I was just, I just woke up literally about 30, 35 minutes ago, give or take. But I did find out once I woke up that I heard the song that we have the victory in Jesus' name. Ain't it awesome to know that? Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. See, y'all need to, I know today gonna be a good day. I already know, cause I already got the victory in Jesus' name. If you ought to declare right now that you have the victory in Jesus' name. Yes, you do. That's right. You are not defeated. You are not um, a, a charity case. You are not a walking sob story. But you are the prince. You are the peculiar people. You are the ones that God has chosen to, to, to hear and to obey and be partakers of the inheritance in the saints in life. You ought to give God the glory for that. Because sometimes we walk around, you know, looking for our next sob story. Yes, we do. We walk around with a frown on our face. We walk around saying, woe is me. We walk around saying, nobody understands us. We walk around saying, this person tricked me. That person left me. That job fired me. This, that, any other, and blah, 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 and this, that, any other. But sometimes we got to get up from where we are and say, it don't matter what's going on in our lives. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. Your life still has purpose. Listen, your life still has a way. Your life still has a way. Amen. Glory to God. Out of your present circumstances, and, and it's called the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I showed you yesterday how Jesus is the way. How am I going to get this life that you're talking about, preacher? How, how am I going to do the things you're talking about? How am I going to be happy? How am I going to be this? How am I going to be that, preacher? Well, the way, the first thing you got to understand what the way is. The way is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> if you can get that first step together, then I'm pretty sure that you get everything else. Will, will come together for you. Lord have mercy. Everything else will come together for you. Mm -hmm. Your finances will come together. The provision will come together. Favor will come together. And then the bullshit. In the name of Jesus. All the things that you want to do. All the things that you need to do and have to do. And, and told, your, told yourself that you were going to do it yourself. And your life can still happen. But you gotta do. You gotta understand what the way is. The way is the Lord Jesus Christ. The way is to come out of a lot of things is change your conversations about your that you're having with yourself. One of the ways, that, one of the great ways to come out of some things, you gotta change the conversation you've been having with yourself. You gotta stop saying I can't live without him. You gotta stop saying I can't live without her. You gotta stop saying they tricked me and she tricked me and. And they don't understand me. And, and you got to change your conversation. There was a woman in the Bible with the issue of blood for 12 years. You heard me talk about this many a times. One of the things that she did before she got healed was this. She said within her, first of all, the Bible says she had spent all she had. And nothing got better in the situation, but only got worse. She had been to a lot of doctors. Nothing got better, only grew worse. That's why I say sometimes, sometimes money can't fix your problem. Because sometimes you have a problem that you can't see. Some sicknesses 
They don't accept money. Oh, bullshit. I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel the anointing of God. Listen, sometimes some, you can't pay cancer off. You can't pay it off. No. You can't pay COVID-19 off. You can't pay AIDS off. You can't you can't pay that STD off and say, I got STD. Well, here's a million dollars. Please go away. Some diseases that happen in your body, you just can't pay them off. There are some problems in your life. They don't accept money. They're only there to make you suffer. And they won't accept payment. Rebel shot. But there's one thing they can't. They, they will accept. And that is the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, my, I feel like the, I feel the Holy Ghost. That's why I'm telling you, you, you got to go from Passover to Pentecost to the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't get the Holy Ghost, then you will not have the power. What's that? The power to rejoice in the midst of your circumstance. Hallelujah. You want to have some people, some people just sometimes just so happy. They're just so happy. They're just so rejoiceful. And you don't understand it. But they just, you don't understand why they're so happy. I'm like, man, I seen this house. Why are you so happy? I seen his wife, how evil she is. Why he's so happy? I seen her husband, and she and he just a, a drunk, and, and and sometimes he may try to beat on her and do all kind of craziness. Why she's so happy over there, though? I seen the job she work at. Why they so happy? I heard they got diagnosed with cancer over there. Why they so happy? I seen um the, the report. I seen somebody get car get repo. Why they so happy, though? Sometimes people are just so happy because the joy of the Lord is their strength. The joy of the Lord doesn't doesn't care what the circumstances of life is the joy of the lord just comes the joy of the lord just come it's not based on circumstance it's not based on clout no it's not based on who likes you or don't like you it's not based on whether or not they letting you preach or not the joy of the lord is your strength the joy of the lord is not based on what the world is doing or what people are doing the joy of the Lord is not based on who gave you their number today. Oh, I seen the fine woman. She gave me her number. I'm so happy now. The joy of the Lord ain't about that foolishness. The joy of the Lord is, is, is just joy, unspeakable joy. And the world didn't give it to you. And the world can't take it away. That means that the world's circumstances didn't give it to you. And the world's circumstances will not be able to take it away. We let the world's circumstances always take our joy. We let what's going on in this world dictate to us whether or not we're happy or sad. We got to stop that. That's why if we don't stop that, then we'll always be up and down. But if we stop the foolishness, if we stop the madness, if we stop letting this world dictate to us how we should feel, if we stop letting the news dictate to us who we should vote for and who we should not vote for, <laughs> if we stop all these things, then we'll have joy and joy and unspeakable. God bless you and keep you. I want to get into the real Lord. You know where we've been. And let me read you something real quick. Here's what I want to say to you. Let me prophesy a word over you. Some people, I ain't, listen, you can't go wrong when you prophesy the word of the, of the Lord over somebody. So let me prophesy the word of the Lord unto you. And it says this, but you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, a peculiar people, that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's what you are right now. Let me tell you what you are. I prophesy that you are chosen. You are royal priesthood. I prophesy that you are a holy nation. Not just holy, but a holy nation. 
I prophesy that you are a peculiar, a special people. I prophesy that you shall praise him and show forth the praise of him that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that's why you ought to give God the praise and the glory right now in Jesus' name. That's your prophecy. That's your word. Walk in it. Let me give you something in John 14. I've been talking to you for a while now. I believe this is part six. I've been talking for a while now about Pentecost. Excuse me, Passover, the Pentecost of the Holy Ghost. I've been telling you for a while now that there are some preachers out there who don't want you to get the Holy Ghost. That's right. They don't want you to get the Holy Spirit of God because they don't believe in the Holy Spirit of God. There's some preachers out there right now that says you shouldn't speak in tongues. There's some preachers. I had a guy tell me that when I was much younger. I was in my 20s, just got saved, just got filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the power of God rushing in and out of my veins, in and out of my body. I'm going to work happy, speaking in tongues, doing all this stuff. And there was another preacher that worked with me, worked on the same job, worked on the same shift. He began to tell me, no, nah, man, no. Nah. The Holy Ghost is not for the day. Speaking in tongues is not for the day. That's not real. <laughs> this is a preacher. <laughs> uh, interesting. Another job I had, there was an older preacher saying the same thing. He had his Bible out every day, though, at work, at the break room, every, every day at work. He had his Bible out, and he was talking the Word. And when it came to speaking on the Holy Ghost and things of that sort, and the power of God, he's like, no, nah, it ain't for the day. And to this day, and that was way back in the 90s, and to this day, it's 2021, we got people saying the same thing. The Holy Ghost is not for the day. Well, I'm going to tell... The preachers today, like I told the preachers that I used to deal with back in the day, the devil is a lie. The Holy Ghost is for the day. It's for you. It's for your children. And it's all into even as many as the Lord our God should call. Did he call you this morning? Yeah, he did. He woke you up, didn't he? When you woke up this morning, it wasn't the alarm clock. It wasn't the wife tapping you on the shoulder. It wasn't the text from the ex that woke you up this morning. No, it was the glory of God that woke you up this morning, put breath in and breath, make sure you woke up this morning. So when he called you then, and if he's calling you every day, every day you wake up, God is calling you. Every day you um you wake up and open your eyes, he's calling you. Some of you he's speaking to you in your sleep. Some of you been saved for years, but we're not doing what we're supposed to do. So God is saying to you every morning, I still want to anoint you. I still want you to do the work of the Lord. I still want you to conquer nations. I still want you to do the things that I've called you to do. I still want you to preach the gospel. But for others of you that are not saved yet, you see, I'm still calling you. I still want you to be saved. I still want to feel with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Some of you speaking in other ways, saying, don't marry him. Don't marry her. Go back to school. Invest your money. Something's coming upon this earth. You need to uh, um, stop traveling for a while. You need to move to another state. Some of you, he's speaking different things to different people because he has different plans for different people in their lives. But one thing's for certain, he's showing up calling every time you wake up. But every day that you wake up, put Jesus Christ on your mind. Put him on your mind. Because I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. And you should do the same. I got a word for you one more time. 
about the Holy Spirit of God. Go me to John chapter 14. That's what we was yesterday. I want to finish John chapter 14 out. And um, I don't want to start reading. We want to start reading. Glory to God. Oh, this is just so good. We're going to start reading in verse 16. This is John chapter 14. We want to start reading in verse 16. He says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Now the Holy Ghost doesn't come for two weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. See, uh, let me tell you something else about some, some preachers out there. Some preachers actually do believe in the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. But... But also, but yet they believe that you can lose the Holy Ghost. The devil is a lie. God is not an Indian giver. God is not a man that he should lie. You know what that means when the Bible says God is not a man that he should lie? That means God don't have the emotions of man. You see, man would be dating a woman, right? Uh-huh. A man would be dating a woman, buy her a mink coat, give her different gifts. But as soon as that woman found her another man, he want his mink coat back. He want his gifts back. Uh-huh. A man could be uh, married to a woman, and he might rest around and find him another woman. All of a sudden, he want the house back that they bought. bought and he want the custody of the kids. He want everything. He want everything back. Uh, a job can hire you, right? Mm-hmm. Give you all kind of benefits and different things going on. But as soon as you get to acting crazy now, <laughs> or as soon as they downsize, or as soon as um, they, the, the, the union come in, or some different things could happen, whatnot, they might either fire you, lay you off, or even just go ahead and close the whole plant down. That's why I call an Indian. That's why I call someone who just gives something and definitely want to take it right back. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, strike that. That's not even an Indian giver. That's what that, that's called a man giver. That's how man do things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's how man does things. Man does things based off his emotion. You hear me? Man do things based off how somebody look. Or based off how someone, uh, what can someone can do for them. That's what man does. Uh-huh. And not just man, but women also. Mm -hmm. Women may upgrade you till you get to the left because the world in itself is fickle. Meaning the world itself is tension spans we have are just so much to where as soon as something else comes along, we're not faithful to the thing that we once was faithful to because of the new thing that came along. God is not like that. God doesn't give you the Holy Spirit for two weeks. God doesn't give you the Holy Spirit and says, here goes the contract. As long as you're doing right, you got the Holy Spirit. But as soon as you get to acting crazy, the Holy Spirit ain't going to have nothing to do with you no more. The devil is a lie. The only reason Samson came out of his mess is because of the Holy Ghost. The only reason Abraham came out of his mess is because of the Holy Ghost. See, some of you need to get my book called Book of the Bad Boys that I've written Um and you can get that book uh, on Amazon.com. Uh-huh. Just go to Amazon.com. Or you can go to eBay. 
some people don't mess with eBay anymore. Or you can go to Barnes & Noble's online bookstore. But it's called The Book of the Bad Boys. Written by author Tim McAvey Lee. Google that name. You can definitely, that book could definitely pop up. Because in that book, I deal with the different people in the Bible that were um, men that were bad. Men that were foolish. Men that made mistakes with women. Men that had murdered. Men that had swindled people. Men that had did all these crazy things. And if you listen to all the testimony of all these men and what they've done in their lives, you'll say, surely that couldn't be the man of God. But no doubt, it is the man of God. Because God doesn't leave someone at their worst. God doesn't God doesn't want to deal with somebody when they're on a on a mountaintop. God deals with us when we on a the low in the valley. God doesn't deal with people when they're doing everything right. God deals with folks also when they're doing everything wrong. The Holy Spirit doesn't leave you because you all made some mistakes. The devil's a lot. There's preachers are not right now that are preaching saying that the Holy you can lose the Holy Ghost. Then because what they're saying is you can lose your salvation. If you studied the podcast. And if you go back and look at all the messages that I preach on salvation, I want to say that is a lie. There's a lot of lies out here. It's a lie that you can lose your salvation. It's a lie that you can use the Holy Ghost. It's a lie that God ain't with you no more. And that's why you haven't been back to church. That's why you stopped praying. That's why you not preaching no more. Because some man with some title... Don't told you that God ain't with you no more. Listen, is that man that you talk to God? Is that man that you talk to the final say so in your salvation? No. The only one that died for your sins is Jesus Christ himself. A man didn't die for you. You wasn't baptized in the name of a man. You was baptized in the name of Jesus. So why would you listen to somebody else concerning your salvation? You better crack open this book. Peter denied the Lord three times. The Holy Ghost didn't leave him. Peter was uh, still had some things going on in his life. For some racial things going on in his life. For some prejudice things going on in his life. And that's real documented. God didn't leave him. Peter had to be rebuked by the apostle Paul. God still didn't leave him. But yet, you're going to listen to somebody tell you that God is not with you? He says, he's, Jesus said this. Here's what Jesus says in John 14 and 16. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Not until you get, not until he gets upset with you. Not until you, you are, all of a sudden, you start walking in, in ways that you shouldn't have. That's what the Holy Ghost is there for, to correct you and get you back in line. That's what the love of the Lord is about. To be there. The love of the Lord is not like the love of man. That's what man do when you start messing up. Man fires you from jobs when you start messing up. People break up with you when they, and they say, well, well, the loving ain't good no more. I feel like preaching. Folks break up with you when they find another man, another one. Some people leave you alone. Different things go on in your life. But not the Lord. He ain't like a man. No, the devil's lie. So that's one of the other different lies. You've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. You've been run amok. You've been led astray. The Lord hasn't left you. The Lord is still there to make you stand. Who is it that judges another man's servant? To his own master, he's standing for falling. Who are all these men out here judging another man's servant? See, the problem is you've been going to churches and places, and the pastor thinks, 
you guys are his servants. Actually, it's supposed to be that he's supposed to be serving you. <laughs> Woo! And because you're dealing with pastors and preachers and teachers that think you are that you guys are their servants, now they think they lower us over your faith. And now they're telling you that you're not saved. You're not good enough. You're not delivered. You're not set free. And the devil is a lie. You're all those things. Oh my God, I feel like preaching. The Holy Ghost doesn't come just for two weeks. The Holy Ghost just doesn't come um, because you are so good. The Holy Ghost comes because you believe in him and you call on him. He baptized you in the Holy Ghost. And he's there forever. Oh my God. I feel like preaching. Hold on for a minute. This is what Jesus said in John 14 and 16. He says that he may abide with you forever. Watch this. Even a spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. He dwells with you and will be in you. Talking about himself. Talking about the spirit of himself. Watch this. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer in the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live and you will live also. At that day you will know that I am in the Father and in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved of my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. The whole thing's operated through love. Through the love of God. The whole thing is operated through the love of God. There's a lot of people right now. There's a lot of pastors and preachers and teachers and prophets right now who don't have the Holy Ghost. You know why? They don't, they don't see the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in their lives. I'll put it that way. You know why? Because they don't love. They, their love is conditioned. Whatever you, whatever you can do for me, I love you. But if you can't do nothing for me, I don't love you no more. Their love is transactional. Because if you're looking at people as if they were servants, how are you loving them? That's why the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost is not evident in some churches you, you see. That's why you don't see blinded eyes open. That's why you don't see people getting raised from the dead. That's why you don't see um, great limbs uh, uh, growing back. That's why you see folks who walk in with STDs not healed. That's why you see folks walk in with cancers not healed. That's why you see folks who walk in and different things that ain't healed. Why? Because there's no love in the building. The only way the Holy Ghost can be manifested is through love. But if there's no love, if you're doing it for a show, if you're doing it to try to lord over people's lives, then you know. And especially if you don't believe, then no, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit will not be manifest. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Have you been diligently seeking? Have you been constantly, consistently seeking God? Listen, if you're coming to God, you want the Holy Spirit of God? Diligently, consistently seek him. But if you get tired, you get weary, you say it ain't for you. You got to watch what you're saying about yourself. You are more than a conqueror through him that loved you. Hallelujah. You're more than what you think you are right now. Let me get you, let me go, let's go deeper into this thing. 
Look at John chapter 14 around verse 22. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if any man loves me, there it is again, a love. He will keep my word. That's how you prove that you love God. You're going to keep his word. How do you know his word? Get into it. Don't just depend on somebody to give you the word. Get into this word. If a man loves me, he will keep my word. Keep is a word that means do. If a man loves me, he will do my word. He will keep my word. My father will love me. And my father will love me, him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Hallelujah. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. These things have I spoken to you while you being present with you. But the helper, the helper, watch this, the Holy Spirit. Watch what he going to do. Whom the Father will send in my name, the, the Spirit of God comes in when you're calling on the name of Jesus. Watch what the Holy Spirit is getting ready to do. See, the Holy Spirit, I told you the other day, the Holy Spirit now is just not for speaking in tongues. That's an initial sign. But the Holy Spirit has a whole lot of other function that it does. He said, the Holy Spirit, he said, he's going, he will teach you all things. Watch this now. The Holy Spirit is getting ready to teach you some things. That's why it's so interesting. It's a difference between a man teaching you the word and a man teaching you the word through the Holy Spirit. Because he started teaching you through revelation and not just practical knowledge. I feel the power of God. But if a man today is telling you the Holy Spirit is not for you, he's telling you this. He's telling you that teaching is not for you. <laughs> he's telling you that you can't ask anything in the name of the Lord. And he does it. He's telling you that, that you cannot. Um, He's telling you that the helper is not going to come. He's telling you that the, the, the Spirit of God is not going to bow with you forever. When somebody tells you the Holy Spirit of God is not for the day, he's not just telling you that you can't speak in tongues. He's just not telling you different things concerning that. He's telling you that the power of God is not for you. The teachings of God is not for you. He's basically telling you that the word of the Lord is not for you. The devil is a lie. And somebody telling you that you can lose the Holy Spirit of God. He's telling you can lose teaching. He's telling you you can lose peace. He's telling you that you're going to lose your joy. He's telling you you're going to lose yourself. He's telling you all this stuff. And all those things are lies. Get into the word of God Because in the word of God There's power In the Holy Ghost there's power It's power over the opinions of man God doesn't love like man loves No it's deeper than that Hallelujah Let's keep going Look, look what else the Holy Ghost is, it does for you This is what the Holy Ghost does for you the Holy Ghost, he says, he will teach you all things. So this is verse 26 of John chapter 14. He said, he will teach you all things and bring, and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said unto you. The Holy Spirit of God starts bringing to your remembrance different things. When you get yourself caught in a situation, the Holy Spirit of God is saying, remember when God brought you up the last time. When you're on the job and they try to and they fire you, 
The Holy Spirit of God said to you, remember I'm Jehovah Jireh. Don't worry about anything. When you diagnosis and diagnosis that you're sick, remember that I am Jehovah Rapha. I'm the Lord, the healer thee. But if not, remember absent from the body and present with the Lord. Come on, baby. All kind of stuff will be going on when the Holy Spirit of God is in your life. And that's what man is trying to tell you don't belong to you. Some telling you it don't belong to you and some telling you that you can lose it. And both are lies. Both are equal lies. I just, I'm just trying to figure out which lie is greater than the other one with that one. I don't know if it's more um, egregious to say to somebody that the Holy Spirit is not for them. Or I don't know if it's more ludicrous to tell somebody they can lose the Holy Ghost. I just don't know right now. I'm, 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 I'm praying. Let me pray about it. Because both of them are two of the foolish lies that we have, um, have had to deal with for years. And that has caused you. That has caused a lot of you not to seek the Holy Spirit of God. And that has caused a lot of you who do have the Holy Spirit to leave. And stop working for the Lord. Peace I leave with you. This is John 14, 27. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Listen, he just said it right there. Jesus just said it again. He says, I'm, I'm leaving my peace. He says, I'm giving you my peace. I'm leaving you my peace. Hallelujah, But not like the world has. See, the world don't have no real peace. The world's peace is based on what's happening. The world's peace is based on the stock market. The world's peace is based on the stability of, of, of a job, a career, of a of the different things and, and, and health and, and all and, and everything is all right. And that's the world's peace. But the peace of God is not like that. The peace of God comes no matter if things are going right or things are going wrong. I still got the peace of the Lord. That means that that means that my peace is not um, dictated by how you feel about me. Or how the world feels about me or what's going on in the world right now. I'm still going to have my dance no matter what's going on. Hallelujah. That's what the Holy Ghost does for you. Can we go deeper? You have heard me say to you, I'm going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you will rejoice because I said I'm going to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. Can I preach this? And I and now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may be believed. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father as the Father gave me commandment, as I do, arise, let's go. What Jesus is telling his disciples there. We're going to stop right there because we're getting ready to get into John chapter 15, more about the Holy Ghost. Um, but Jesus is telling his disciples right there. He says that the evil one is coming, meaning that he's getting ready to be crucified. He doesn't have power over me, but that the scriptures may be fulfilled because if I don't die, Jesus is basically saying, if I don't die and rise again, and go to the Father back to heaven. I can't send the Holy Spirit of God. See, when Jesus walked the earth with his disciples, they had Jesus Christ in their presence and they would walk with him daily. Mm -hmm. And they would see him do, do his, they was hearing his teachings and they was hearing him and seeing him do different miracles and different things was going on. But what Jesus is telling them basically is when I go to my Father, I'm going to send back my spirit. And so that all the things that you've seen me do, you can do also. The power that I had, you can have it also. The teachings that I had, you can teach also. 
And it's because I'm going to send back my Holy Spirit. See, I can be with you. Um, I can be with you in different ways now. <laughs> because now I'm on the inside of you. So you guys can scatter ab abroad to this whole world. And yet I will still be with you. <laughs> Ain't that awesome? That's what kind of power belongs to you. Tomorrow we get into some more of this word. Just to see how and what. I don't know how long the series is going to be because it was brought to my remembrance by the Holy Ghost. And I heard this, and, and, and what prompted this, uh, influenced this, is simple. Because I heard a man of God speak a word uh, about two weeks ago. And it was a man that I, I actually respect and um, listen to him and because he's got great knowledge of the word. But sometimes you can have great knowledge of the word and still not have the Holy Spirit of God. Maybe I should show you that in the word. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can have great knowledge um, of the word. You can know different Greek and Hebrew. You can know um, <clears throat> where different scriptures are at. You can have a, 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 a head knowledge of a whole lot of scriptures. You can have a head knowledge of different traditions and customs and still don't have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yes, you can. All the Holy Ghost is going to do now is just add to what you got. Enhance what you got. And you have to be humble enough to receive the Holy Spirit of God. But if you're not humble, you can't receive the Holy Spirit. If you already think you already got it together, if you think you don't need the Holy Ghost, then um, he can't come to you. <laughs> but if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to receive the, the Holy Spirit of God, then he is for you. Let, let me show you something in Acts chapter 19 real quick. I was going to leave you alone, but I want to show you something. Now, there's a lot of men in like this man right here in Acts chapter 19. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And I want to show you some things uh, that the Lord showed me a long time ago. Hallelujah. And I do believe that if you was with me some time ago, that I probably showed you this already. About uh, <laughs> about how these men of God were trying to cast out devils. Hallelujah. And they were trying to cast out devils. And um, when they was trying to cast out these devils, they didn't have the Holy Ghost. Hmm. And because they didn't have the Holy Ghost, the enemy attacked them. And when the enemy attacked them, they came out of the house wounded and naked. And that, that perhaps that was yesterday when I spoke to you about that or a couple of podcasts back. But when you don't have the Holy Spirit of God, <laughs> 
then you don't have that kind of power. And when you don't have that kind of power, the enemy comes in like a flood. And he comes in like a flood and there's nothing you can really do to stop him. See, what the Holy Ghost does is, the Holy Ghost gives you the power over the enemy. And perhaps I need to show you that too. Because sometimes it's better to show somebody something. Sometimes you can show you, I can show you better than I can tell you. Hallelujah. And if I can show you better than I can tell you, then a lot of people, you know, will believe. <laughs> See, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. See, some that's how some people, you know, learn. That's how some people leave. Hallelujah. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, that's a very good thing. And could because sometimes when folks are giving you the word of God, mm -hmm, and people are giving you the word of God, the best thing you can do is make sure. That's why when you when you under a man of God, it's good to take notes. Yes, it is. So when you're taking notes, you know you can go out and get get get, get home and. You can start examining those things that were said to you. You hear what I'm saying? And when, when you start examining the scriptures, you can see exactly what the man of God was saying. Or you can see, well, wait a minute, what he said wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's what the word of God does. It corrects too. Hallelujah. So never be afraid to get into the word of God. And never just take someone's word for it. If you was trying to go deal with a contract, you wouldn't look over that contract, or would you just take the person's word for it and just sign it? You hear what I'm saying? So, it is very good, it's awesome to get into the word of God, to see what the man of God is saying. And it's not disrespectful to the man of God. No, it's not. It's not disrespectful to, um, to whoever you up on it. It's not disrespectful to your pastor. It's not disrespectful to the ones that you're up under and hearing. It's just that you are being and examining the word of God. And if you're under somebody, a man of God, that, uh, that um, um, it's a word preacher and loves the accuracy of the word, then they will welcome that and really, really, they really like you. But some people and some men are intimidated when you get into the word of God. Oh, that's what you heard that right. Some, some men, they start getting intimidated. Can I say something about the word of God? The word of God is simple. It's work to get into the word of God. Yes, it is. It's work to get into that word. Yes, it is. Studying is work. If you're going to be lazy, you can't be a pastor when it comes to preaching. Because if you're lazy in the word, hallelujah, 
then you'll start saying things, first of all, that are not biblical and don't make sense. Hallelujah. Rebosha. And when you start saying things that are not the word, don't make sense. Now people are receiving false doctrine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. So go with me to Luke real quick. I'm gonna show you one more, uh, just a couple more scriptures about uh. I want to show you how the power of God, the hype. That's, this is why you need the power of God. Cause remember, I, I spoke with you a couple podcasts ago, and maybe it was the one yesterday. How uh, these men tried to cast out a devil in the Book of Acts without the Holy Spirit. They were just trying to duplicate what Paul did. But they didn't have the Holy Spirit of God. And when you don't have the Holy Spirit of God, you can't fight the devil. No. You can't fight certain spirits off your life if you don't have the Holy Spirit of God. Because the power comes in through the Holy Spirit. Can I show you something? Luke chapter 10 and verse, verse 1. Let me show you what happens. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. And sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Now watch this. And then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, nor sack, nor sandals, nor great, nor greet no man along the road. But whatever house you enter... First say, peace be to this house. And if a son of peace be there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will turn to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter in, they receive you. Eat such things as they set before you. And heal the sick who are there. Here's what Jesus is telling you. Jesus is telling these 70 disciples. You didn't know about these 70 other ones, did you? <laughs> you just know about the 12, don't you? <laughs> Let me show you something. Here's what the instructions are. He says, I want you to go and I want you to heal the sick. This is Luke 10. I want you to heal the sick who are there. I want you to say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Whenever you heal the sick, whenever the power of God has come to somebody's life, whenever you heal the sick, the miracles of God, the power of God is displayed, then that means that the kingdom of God has come near to you. Now, some people got um, some people sound say it a different way. Some people think just because they don't build a big old building, they go, I'm building the kingdom of God. But the kingdom of God is within you. If you're not building people up on the inside, then you can buy the whole state of Florida. But if you didn't build the people up on the inside, we're creating businesses. Good. But we're not creating disciples, meaning that we're not getting folks saved and filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. We're making a lot of business deals and we're making a lot of uh, rubbing elbows with a lot of folk. But people are not being built up from the inside, meaning that they're not getting the Holy Spirit of God. They're not getting saved. Hallelujah. Look what else, look what else happens. And we want both. Not just a building a business and different things, but we want both. Now, what's what happened? And in my verse ten, he says, "But whatever city you enter, and they do, they, if they do not receive you, 
go into the streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that in, that the kingdom of God has come near to you. Watch this. But I say to you, it be more tolerable in the day of Sodom and Gomorrah from that city. Now watch this. Watch verse 17. Luke 10, verse 17. Watch what happened. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us in your name. Did you see that? When you have the Holy Spirit, the devil, the demons, the spirits are subject to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What are some of the demons? What are some of the spirits out here? Well, you have a spirit of lying, spirit of lust, spirit of doubt, spirit of fear, spirit of drugs, spirit of oppression. All these different things are subject to you. Because you have the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but if you don't have the Holy Spirit, then those things are not subject to you. That's why when the men came out of the house wounded and naked. Because they tried to cast out a devil and they didn't have the Holy Ghost. But that thing is not going to happen to you. Because in 2021, you're going to get the Holy Ghost. God bless you and keep you. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.